from the All Day Breakfast Barbecue on SIN 90.7. Afternoon and welcome to Sin 90.7. It's all day breakfast, and we've got a big summer special for you all. I'm here with Eli, Josh, and Bonnie. How's it all going, guys? What hey have we got? Well, sorry, who are you? Uh, James. H- how'd you get in? Uh, I'm Brent's housemate. He's um replacement. Yeah, yeah I'm re- I'm replacing him. So he just like let me in like a like a couple of days ago. I just hid here. Um, yeah, he taught, taught me how to do the whole thing. Did, how did I do? Like, was it a uh, good job? A bit more energy, I reckon. Could have done a bit more. Anyways. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's all right. We'll take it. Yeah, we'll so, James, you're... Yeah, re- replacement Brent. I'm what? Replacement Brent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, now we work that all out. Right, we'll, good to see ya. We'll roll with it. We'll yeah. roll with it. Okay, well, thanks for it. having me. Like, uh, It's not like I've actually got anywhere else to go, so... Um, <laughs> oh, <okay>. Thank you. <laughs> That's great. How about, how about this? You stick around. We interview you later. Yeah, sure. Because your your comedy's James G. Warren, am I right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you... Yeah, okay. So that's, that's that's my name. It's my full name. Your full name. <laughs> Named after my grandfather, G. He was, uh, he was a real G. <laughs> let's... I reckon let's say that for later for the interview. <laughs> okay. We'll interview James G. We're interviewing James G. Warren. Oh, well, that's... That's, okay, that's great, because cool. we just had a completely blank run sheet until now. So thanks for sticking around in the <laughs> studio for two oh, days. Oh, no worries. I'm glad to be here. We finally got some content. What else have we got up, Bonnie? Um... Well, I'm going to do Bonnie's bulletins. I don't know about you guys. What are you doing? Oh, well, I'm, we missed it last week. Oh, yeah. It was we missed it badly. Missed it very badly. Mm. It, it, we missed all of our punchlines, all of the news voices. Mm, we missed it I all. I mean, yeah. Brent did a poor imitation, as I remember, but it just wasn't the same. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't the same at all. But what is the same is the same familiar voices in the latest Australian, latest breakfast show in Australia. We've also got a secret sound, I believe. Australia's <sighs> favourite segment. Please, why do we keep doing this? It's, well, it's the world's best. <laughs> That's what the focus groups want more of us. Just nope. you wait, James. It's a painful experience, oh, but we all have to endure it to uh, satisfy Eli. Pain's just a figment well, of your imagination. Otherwise, yeah. he'll ditch us and stop panelling. Yeah, we've, we've also got the, the traffic, whether or not you should go outside, and heaps more, but first... Got to look inside ourselves. Last week we did it. What we did, we put our hand into the big bucket of CDs that lie around sin. Found a cracker. And um, this week we've done it again. Yeah, well, you've got to be careful putting your hand out in there. You don't don't know <laughs> what you're going to find. All right, so I believe this is Fluoro Fitzwilliam with Wawa Wow or possibly Wawa Wow with Fluoro Fitzwilliam. It's unclear at yeah. this point. Uh, so we've never heard it until today. We're doing the... Acid Remix. Oh, of course, the Acid Remix. Got to go for the Acid Remix. Could be content warning, could not be. We have no idea. (laughs) We don't know. Just in case, here's a content warning. Cover your sensitive ear holes. But hey, you're on Australia's latest breakfast, so stick around, all right? 90.7. Let the sun burn your skin while we burn the snags on the all-day breakfast barbecue. There you are. Fluoro Fitzwilliam. Why, wow, 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 wow. If you look at this... (laughs) <laughs> Rather kaleidoscopic kind of cover. It's kind of got this guy in a, a ladle with no, musical notes coming out of it, and like there's a mind's eye t shirt. It's very Jimi Hendrix, isn't it? Mm. It's I mean, fun the cover, I mean, not the music. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> correct. But yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw Fluoro Fitzwilliam heading down Collingwood the other day. Yeah, you know, uh, that's uh, what Mr. Darcy calls himself when he goes out to a club on the weekend. Yeah. That's a little Jane Austen joke for you, Jane all the listeners out there. It's fine. <laughs> Jane Austen fans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But you know, you know what's what time it is. 
It's about 3.08. Correct. <laughs> and good afternoon. I'm Bonnie Barkmo for the All Day Breakfast Bulletin. Police have arrested four men in eastern India for attempting to sell a genie in a bottle to a local resident. Tapas Roy Chudhure received a call from a friend informing him that a ghost, which would do anything for him and turn all his wishes into reality, was available for sale, all for the price of just 10 rupees, which is around 20 Aussie cents. A hauntingly good deal. (laughs) In the spirit... of anyone with a bit of common sense, the man refused the deal as the sellers weren't being transparent enough. (laughs) Yeah? Is that good? Because ghosts are see-through. Okay. On fire. (laughs) On fire early, guys. Great start, Bonnie. Thanks. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have reportedly advertised for an assistant on LinkedIn who will be based in Buckingham Palace and will join them on their foreign tours. The position begins in April on a 12-month contract. It involves a range of marketing, public relations and writing duties such as producing social media updates, writing press announcements and feature articles for royal media platforms. Imagine how much sucking up and fake laughing you'd have to do if members of the royal family were your bosses. (laughs) And it seems like you'd be the only person actually working in Buckingham Palace because no one in the family has had a job for the last 1,000 years. (laughs) I feel like like you'd really need to know your table manners. Yeah. You know? Etiquette, definitely. And, and commas. Do you think they had to? They would have had to make a LinkedIn account to advertise yes, that let's job. Yes, with them. Great idea, Josh. <laughs> All day breakfast LinkedIn account connecting with Buckingham Palace. That's what we're doing. That's on the agenda for yep. sure. To sports news now, and Nick Kyrgios was served a Wait. tough match last night when he went up against world number three Grigor Dimitrov. Kyrgios lost to the Bulgarian with all of Dimitrov's winning sets going to tiebreakers. However, the crowd couldn't fault Kyrgios and his efforts as he certainly proved he was up for the challenge. Mm. Oh, love it. And that's That's all for news and sport here on the All Day Breakfast. So whether or not you should go outside report with Josh Parrish. Watch this, watch this. Ready, ready, ready? Oh, the calmest (laughs) weather soundtrack in the known universe. It's time to clear your chakras, roll your shoulders back. Do you mean align your chakras? I don't don't think you can just get rid of them, Josh. Yeah, yeah, you you clear them. You just, and then you're all all the karma is all the bad karma is gone from your body. Or is that something else? Do I look like a new age medicine guy? (laughs) Actually, I do. I have a massive beard. You got long hair and a beard. Yes, you do. Huge top knot. (laughs) <laughs> well, it's time for whether or not you should go outside, and the country has gone topsy-turvy as humidity in Melbourne hits 67%, stickier than Brisbane or Cairns. Mm. It'll hit 35 degrees on Friday and hover around 39 on the weekend with the possibility of thunderstorms and flash flooding. Veteran weather forecaster Dennis Luke says a trough and a monsoon are playing havoc with our weather systems. Mother Nature is not playing fair at the moment, he said, pretty well summing it up. Going over the border now, and stormy weather kept many South Australians up last night with over 8,500 lightning strikes between the York Peninsula through to the Mallory Lands and across the metropolitan area. Local residents said it was the most exciting thing to happen in Adelaide since... Sorry, they said it was the most exciting thing to happen in Adelaide. (laughs) (laughs) And up in Queensland, a man has had his ear bitten off during an argument in Brisbane South. Police say a woman and two men had been arguing out the front of a house in Inala when a neighbour came out... <coughs> Inala. Inala. Sorry, yep. Inala. Yep. Been arguing out the front of a house in Inala <laughs> when a neighbour came up to the street and asked them to keep the noise down. <laughs> it was then that the police edged that one of the men arguing lashed out and assaulted the 40-year-old neighbour, allegedly biting off his earlobe. Oh. Unfortunately, he's not the only Queenslander I know who'll chew your ear off if you give him a chance. <laughs> hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the thing is that that's just Chinese whispers up, in, up there, you know? <laughs> 
Chinese whispers just bite each other's ear off. Just a little nibble? Yeah, just a little nibble. Anyways, that was, that was great. It helps get the message across. And finally... Oh, finally. Okay. Finally. <laughs> a man has been turned away from two flights after wearing ten layers of clothing to avoid paying excess baggage fees. Oh, Ryan Carney-Williams, or as how, how, or as he shall henceforth be known, a bloody hero, <laughs> wore ten shirts and eight pairs of pants as he attempted to board his EasyJet flight from Iceland to London. It's a pity he wasn't travelling to Melbourne or we would have just called it sensible forward planning. Yep, amazing. <laughs> Great. Finally. What a hero. That was actually a really Yeah, real, real good, Josh. I aim to inform and please. Exactly. Also cutting into the traffic now, by the way. Sorry. Skadoosh! Yeah. <laughs> and stress levels have increased tenfold after school and work return back to normal this week. Needy mums have been exercising their maternal instincts by ensuring their teen has packed their sandwiches, brought their hats, otherwise there's no hat, no play. All they're trying to do is make sure you're okay. So please, just understand they're wishing the best for you, right? It's You're doing just fine. They just, they just really care about you. And you're like, get off my back. That's if you are going to school. Like, if your mums are being overbearing, because they care. They love you. Turning a corner of self-development now and <laughs> yoga studios and gyms have seen an influx of resolutioners drop off their records mm-hmm. as they realise personal health wealth isn't a high priority. <laughs> One gym goer was overheard saying, yeah, I started a program a few weeks back, got stuck into the tennis and kept reaching for the chips. And to be honest, the cupboard is way closer than the gym, so <laughs> he's easy for me. To the roads now and plenty road. Like bloody plenty of bloody gridlock, right? Am I right? Is backed up definitely, indefinitely to avoid and just make sure, just go away from it. Dandenong Road is now clearing, Westgate experiencing a few delays, and the run out to Werribee is slow because there's a Commodore ripping a six skid around the roundabout. <laughs> That's all in traffic. Amazing. <laughs> On the all day breakfast. Resolutionists. That sounds like a religious cult. Yeah. No, resolutionists are people who start up at gyms and, you know, fall off. Fall off the treadmill? Fall off the treadmill of life. You've got to get back on the treadmill, guys. I know you're going to fall off sometimes, but you just got to have the strength and the resolve to accept the things you cannot change and, you know, get back on it. Charmin <laughs> like Josh Parrish. Oh God. He's well, really I, just, wise I just now. agree. That's very, very <laughs> insightful. I, I went on a 12 step fitness program, but it wasn't really enough to get me in shape. Only <laughs> 12, 12 steps. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, 12 steps. Finger guns. <laughs> well, you have to get back to on, on the treadmill of. Of music because we had oh. a good friend of the show come oh, yes. in recently and oh, she's yes. released a new single. Mm. A new EP even. Okay. Who is it? It is Zoe and the Milkmen, uh, previously of this parish. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm self-referential here. Um, they, they had a live performance, as you might recall, back yeah. several weeks ago and they've now gone on. That was their first recorded piece of music that they put out, mm-hmm. their live performance in this very studio yep. mm-hmm. and now they have a five-track EP out. Yeah, you can reheat that episode on Spotify, Omni and iTunes, all yep. good podcast services. In every place you can find your podcast and this is Pain is a Losing Game. Sewing the Milkmen. What a track. That was Zoe and the Milkman. Pain is a losing game. You're on Sin 90.7 on the All Day Breakfast. And today we're joined by a very special guest. It's Comedy's own James G. Warren. Hi. And Brent replacement today. Yeah. So, are you happy about that? Yes. Doing a good job so far. Oh, thank you. Haven't heard any puns yet, though. No, so. well... We're like different sort of styles, really. Oh. I'm, a, I'm a comedian as oh, well. Thank goodness. Would you I don't say know you're if a I've real comedian? Myself. Yeah. <laughs> a real comedian. Yeah, real. So on a scale of 1 to 10, 
like if you're a, if you're a comedian, like where would you say you fit between you know you got Chris Rock, Chris Rock at like ten, and yeah. then oh, Brent yeah. Watkinson at one. Oh. Uh, well, I'm I'm pretty close to Brent Watkinson, like uh, sort of like, in my personal life. Um, like oh, okay. Physically, but, you're close to Brent Watkinson. Well, yes, I, I live with the guy. We were like uh, sleeping in the same room while I was waiting for his other housemate to uh, to move out. And I, honestly, the sort of the puns kind of. Um, like sort of leech in, like I kind of <laughs> mm-hmm. get it a little bit. Not not that much today, but um, in answer to your question, uh, out of ten, I'd probably say six. Six. Mm. Okay, good score. But yeah. like a solid six. Solid six. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not. Yeah. With the right Instagram filter, maybe six point five. <laughs> mm. Sure. Um, <laughs> not on Insta. I should probably get that extra point five. Yeah, you got to extract as much value as you can. So yeah. you're fresh off the ferry from Tasmania. <laughs> That's correct. How mostly. have you found this this fair city so far? Oh, you guys are so lovely and great, and it's just the most beautiful, beautiful city. So many streets. Uh, lots of trees. <laughs> is, it, is it confusing? Yeah. Yeah, I got lost on the way here. Did you? <laughs> I was wondering why you were a little bit late because I, I, I was texting someone else. I mean, late by normal people terms, not by Brent terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Late by so normal early. People. I was early. Yeah, you were, <laughs> yeah. you were about half an hour early on Brent standard time. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> Brilliant. So what is it that you love about Melbourne, if you do love anything about Melbourne? Um... You mean like apart from you guys? And oh, yeah. oh, no. oh, he's hearing um, himself early. Yeah, look at you. <laughs> I, I love the. Well, I haven't even seen that much of it, but uh, I love the comedy that I have seen here, that I have been part of. Uh, I love the opportunity. the The vacancy rates really, really low in Hobart at the moment, so it's way easier to move out up here. So the size is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> just the general it's size big, of the population. It's a, boy. it's a big boy city. Mm. Big boy, grown-up boy city. Yeah, I just moved out like five days ago, and this is my big boy city, and I'm very happy to be wow. here. So you just moved out of home? Yeah, for like the first time. Wow. Which is uh, very exciting. Very cool. Have you had to do a load of washing yet? No, I packed like 12 days of clothes. Nice. Did you wear them all on the flight over? Should have. But it was like 40 degrees when I got here, so... Brutal. Still could have. But then I would have had to do a load of washing because it would have been stanky. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you would, could have sweated through 12 layers on that day. Yeah. Um, so what do you like to do outside of stand-up and, you know, traversing, traipsing around various underground comedy venues with mm. Brent? Uh, like, apart from stand-up... Um, Sitting down's pretty good. Lying down's pretty <laughs> yeah, good. I love um, sitting. Hanging out with Brent Watkinson, as you can see, I've done a lot of. Um, yep. Comedy's, comedy's own, Brent Watkinson. Comedy's own. Um, the one and only. <laughs> Brenny W. And we got the same initial. Do you? Oh. You were talking about how we should just pretend to be brothers. What? And use the just the last initial. Which isn't funny, but I thought I'd... Hang just on, just it. a fact. That's but just a isn't, fact. Isn't yours J-G-W? That's right. is like B-W? Yeah. So far off the mark. It's the yeah. same last initial. Oh, okay. So, oh, right. so it's just a W. <laughs> I was thinking like, there's no B-W in that at all. No. Sorry. So I really shouldn't have. <laughs> anyway, on the topic of Brent, while yeah. he's not here, I yes. think we should take this opportunity to get Rat him you. out. Yeah, let's... To rag on him. Yep, let's rag on him. Do you have any embarrassing stories about Brenny Boy? Oh, um, well, I, uh, what I have to ask myself now is, do I want to live in a house by tomorrow? <laughs> um, but, you know, do when you want to remain alive? 
Uh, it's all right. He never listens to the show. It's yeah. Fine. Yeah. He won't hear this. Uh, oh, he's just. I'm thinking of some bad stuff, but uh, no, he's, a, he's a nice guy. He's a great. Uh, if you're listening, Brent, um, could do some better housework. Housework. Yeah, bit bit more housework. Bit of housework, like the the dishes and stuff mm, like that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. I think we. I think we all could. <laughs> do you think we should all be doing that a little bit more in our like in our daily lives? Uh, it's a good sort of chance to stop and reflect and. Or listen to some music or something like that, and, and you, the stress stress levels are through the roof. We need to all calm down and um, <laughs> clean some porcelain. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what kind of music? <laughs> what kind of music do you like to listen to when you wash the dishes? Uh, like hip hop. Sounds bad to say, but yeah. Hip hop. Well, not bad, but like I just I'm just embarrassed because. Oh, I just don't even want to talk about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Our most closeted interview guest ever. Yeah. So, what's your favourite hip hop artist? Uh, Jay Diller. Don't know if anyone's heard of him. Underground, uh, Detroit. Oh, it's underground. Producer. So you know, it's. it's well, he is underground novel. now because he's dead. Um, oh. But he was oh. also underground in like the cool way when he was alive. Com- you know, critically and commercially appraised. He's pretty good. Yeah, pretty widely known. Were you into him before? You know, he was cool. Well, I probably wasn't that alive. Oh, okay. <laughs> that alive oh, being like that as a, as a child. I was trying to assess your hipster credentials because, of course, living in oh, the, the well. northern suburbs of Melbourne, you're going to have to, yeah. you know, adopt certain pretenses to, mm. to fit in with a certain... I, I'd recommend okay. buying some, some particular spectacles, maybe growing a longer beard, maybe a fixie, ride a fixie around. What do recommend? That? Like a, like a, a retro-fitted bicycle mm. will, will help you fit in. Thank you. I'll, I'll give that a look. Man bun, as per Josh Parrish. <laughs> yeah, look, the man bun has helped me gain street cred in the last, mm. you know, Fitzroy, Brunswick area. Yeah. It really helps me, you know, blend in with the local scene. So if there is one song you wanted to request on this fair show, what would you go for? Um, well, like, I know I, I know what I said, but um, I'm also a big fan of Azalea Banks. Oh, really? Um, I'd love to have Jamunji. Actually, Jumanji, yeah, right. The explicit one. The explicit one, yeah. <laughs> Explicitly, the explicit one. Yeah, exp- yeah. Well, has to be. All right. So there's obviously an explicit warning on this explicitly explicit track. Azalea Banks with Jumanji. You're here in the all day breakfast summer Thank barbecue. You. Put your shades on for the all day breakfast barbecue on Sid ninety point seven. Azalea Banks oh, there with oh. Jumanji. Very explicit version there on the All Day Breakfast Summer Barbecue Series. Hey, we didn't mention at the start, but this is actually our last show on live radio. Live radio, yeah, sure thing. But uh-huh. it's, it hasn't ended yet. We've got a guest here, James G. Warren. Comedy's very own James G. Warren on Australia's latest breakfast show. It's an honour. And I bet our entire audience will have all of the washing up done by this point with mm. that hot track there. That mm-hmm. was very good. Summary vibes I went for there. Summary vibes. Now, James, talking about your illustrious comedy career, where, where are you going to go with it? Where, you've taken it from Hobart to Melbourne. Well, How's yeah, uh, I've got to Melbourne, which in Tasmania, which in Tasmania means you've made it. So, yep. um, <laughs> so I pretty much get to retire soon if I want. But uh, no, I don't know. Um, well, like obviously, long-term goals is to be like uh, Chris Rock. Well, not to be him, but like emulate just really styles. Just. <laughs> No, nah, like, you've you got your influences. I just want to be the best that I can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, life's given me this chance. I've got to take it. Wow. Uh, I've got to go uh, as far as I can. And 
for the long term, I don't know what, exactly what that looks like. Uh, but for the short term, it just means doing lots of gigs, having lots of fun, meeting lots of great, great people like like you guys, and <laughs> doing breakfast radio and stuff like that. Yeah. Really? So, speaking of your comedic influences, would you say you're more of an observational comedian, a la Seinfeld, or more of a, you know? Um, I kind of like oscillate between a lot of different styles and influences. Uh, free jazz, then. Yeah, free jazz. Free, free jazz, jazz comedy. Oh, like that. Mm. I like that. Idea, yes. Um, Scoop it a boop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll take that. Jazz, jazz comedy. Jazz comedy, free jazz comedy. Jazz comedy. So, what's your go-to when a show's going bad? Uh, like, apart from leaving as soon as possible, <laughs> um, uh, you just try, just try your hardest and prepare in order for it to not go bad. And if it does. Just die and be reborn. Oh, kind of like this. Be reborn from the ashes, like that. Yep. So, like that happens a couple of times, and Brent's very aware of this. Uh, you, you you fail a lot, and uh, but you don't actually die. You just get to do it again. Oh. So once you can like break through that barrier, you can do anything. Do you? And that I'm goes for anything in your life. <laughs> Inspirational nice, stuff. Yeah. I just have a question about when people find out that you're a comedian. Do they just? Do they ask you like, "Oh yeah, tell us a joke"? Yeah. Oh yeah, tell us a <laughs> and joke. What do you do in <laughs> so, that situation? Um, is this like a sort of roundabout way of getting me to actually tell the joke that I actually tell? Yeah, just just, ask that, or? just your standard knock knock joke. Just, um, like, just like, oh, you think you're funny? Be funny. <laughs> dance monkey. Well, dance. I just I just disappoint them. Is what, is what I do. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> sorry about that. That's a great coping strategy. <laughs> so as if you've been following the show, you might know I'm preparing for my long-awaited first five. Yes, yes. What advice would you have for me? Because Brent's been utterly useless. Well, you, you had Randy, didn't you? I did have Randy. Mm. Well, why, why do you need me? I'm, I'm just some guy. I'm, I'm just trying to get advice from anyone I come across, really. I asked a guy on the street the other day. He okay. said, please leave. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think that was great, but, you know, I'll take it on board. What have you got for me? <laughs> well, I... Given that, I don't think you need that much advice. Um, what, do you have any specific areas that you feel like are your weakness that you need to work on? Uh, probably the comedy part. The comedy bit? <laughs> yeah, um, making, making people laugh. That was a good joke. You're on the right track. <laughs> That's the okay. bit I'm specifically trying to improve. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Hey. No, where's oh, the greater one? Oh, the yeah, one. sorry, the greater one. Yeah, but go, what a waste. All in good time. All in good time. Yes. Uh, the comedy bit of it. Um... Well, have you have you written anything? My my strength is probably uh, not off the cuff. Mm. Okay. So I don't know about you. you Pre planner. Like, Pre planner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got like uh, you've got like some experience here, just being off the cuff and talking and stuff. That's uh, always a good skill. Which, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. I don't have. Uh, <laughs> but um, so what 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 are your writing habits like? Um, I just say sit down and write for two hours every day. That's what I'd say. Two hours. Two hours. Yeah. Wow. Oh, but I have stuff to do, James. <laughs> like what? I don't know. Radio. Yeah, radio. Yeah. There's a big, big responsibility. Mm. Um, the whether or not you should go outside mm. report. Oh, that takes me, you know, at least a day and a half every week to prepare. <laughs> Putting up your man bun. That Putting... takes a while. All right. So discipline and focus <laughs> and having a schedule. All right. Yeah, all we have things, to work that out for yourself. All things I'm diametrically opposed to on this show, but all right, I'll take it aboard, <laughs> I guess. So we've asked you a lot of questions, James. Yeah, a fair, f- a fair few. A fair few, but they've all been pretty good. Can I can, can I say that? Uh, 
We are Good Australia's question. latest and greatest breakfast show. Flattery yeah. will only get you so far. You can't squirm your way out of this one. No. Okay. <laughs> this question is so big. It's performed at Montreal, Edinburgh, and Melbourne's Gala. This question is so big, you can't even load it onto the Spirit of Tasmania to take it across the Bass Strait. No. Wow. You've got my attention. Mm-hmm. This question is so big, it, in comparison to what Josh has prepared for his stand-up... <laughs> it's bigger than that. Seismic. Are you ready for the That's big question? That's not that big. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready? Well, I don't know. Like, okay. Comedies. James G. Warren from Tasmania, now living in Hobart. Going to give the scene a crack. You just Melbourne. got that wrong. Melbourne, whatever. <laughs> but what do you <laughs> eat for breakfast? Uh, okay, well, I start with four wheat bix Mm-hmm. Always four Weebix at a time in the bowl. Yep. Uh, Best way to eat Weebix. Yeah. Mm. Four at a time. Is that? I don't. I don't really need your approval because that's just how I do it. And I'm going to back myself on this. Four Weebix, then two pieces of toast. Wow. Uh, two little egos, boiled egos. I boil them. Mm-hmm. Peel them, slice them, put them on the toast. The other one's Vegemite or peanut butter. And that's my breakfast. I thought you were going to say you put the eggs Glass on the wheat bix. So yeah. when you say eggos, <laughs> was that a slang term for eggs, or were you making a Stranger Things waffles kind of reference? Yes. Um, I was. I was trying to add a bit of Brent. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. He yeah. likes. Uh, he, he likes, likes that. I, I prefer my breakfast like without the added Brent. I think <laughs> I find it's a bit healthier. Yeah. It's a bit spicy. Yeah. Yeah. If you just it's it, better. It's other flavors. Let's just say <laughs> you take out you take out the added Brent in a lot of foods, and it just it's a dietary choice that's really helped me with my New Year's resolution. <laughs> Which was the twelve step program. Why are you, know? you a sh- <laughs> Why are you a shaman today? I don't understand. Oh, Josh, you're just tearing it out of the park. James G. Warren, thank you for stopping by Australia's latest breakfast show. Would you like to stick around? Uh just hang out. Just hang out. Yeah, with us. Shake shake some hands. Sure. I was gonna go and do nothing. So yeah, I'll I'll gladly stick around. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, no problem, mate. Now we've got a tribute. Yes, we do. Um, Dolores O'Riordan of the Cranberries tragically passed away recently at the tender age of 46. Yep. Uh, and this track is called Linger. It's the Cranberries on the All Day Breakfast. The Cranos there with Linger. The Cranberries. Oh, Cranos. Show a little respect, Eli. Sorry. It's in 90.7. All Day Breakfast, Australia's latest breakfast show. Brent, Josh, Bonnie and Eli, and comedy's very own, James G. Warren has stepped in. He's still around. We interviewed him before, asked him the big question. Now you're going to stick around for Australia's favourite segment. I'm excited. It's, yeah, it's not Australia's favourite segment. Let's just... Bonnie, come on, please. Uh, no. No? I'm sorry. You're not, I really you're not serious. It. Yeah, it's serious. It's serious. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, secret sound. So what it is, James, and for everyone at home who hasn't ever listened to it... Everyone's tuned out anyway, Eli, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it's... it's oh, Josh is asleep. Secret Santa is very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> what it is, is I play three sounds, and you have to guess those sounds and their metaphorical meanings word for word. And you only get correct points if it's word for word correct. It's Australia's most finickety, annoying game show. Yeah, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to start out with the first one. You guys at home, you can play at home. You can um, 
shout it at your radio, perhaps, and you guys in the studio have to guess the answer. So, are you ready for the first and last ever Secret Sound on C90.7? Are you sure, are you sure you're ready, Josh? As ready Bonnie, as I'll ever be. James? I'm excited. All right. I'm, I'm ready. not ready. Just wait. <laughs> Can I all leave? Right. Okay, all right, ready? Put a lock on the door. Here's Secret Sound number one. What is that sound? James G. Warren. Sounds like an airport. Metaphorical th- airport? Think more Eli <laughs> level. Think, think inside the deep recesses of his mind. Is we'll come back to you. Yeah, I got Someone one. leaving you? Yeah, this is... <laughs> through the I was airport? saying it's a, a crowd of people who are stampeding away from this horrible segment. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say Rough. it's the wearing buzzing masses of the crowd that will listen to your radio show in the future. <laughs> Incorrect. It was the noisy thoughts of my mind. Oh, that was my go. second guess. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So you've got to get it word for word, James. got to uh, really okay. step up. All right, All right get on the plane. I see the, I see the picture. All right, so here is the second sound. I'll play it again for those of you up the back who didn't hear it. What is that sound? Is that the sound of opportunity whizzing past at supersonic speed? Mm. Bonnie? I was going to say, like, it's the metaphorical rocket that someone sent to blow us up because they hate this segment so much. (laughs) 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 Sorry, I'm being really mean, but just the truth. James G. Warren? Sounds like a really, really slow flash of inspiration. Like something that's not that good. Like a not very good idea. Like this segment. <laughs> no, it's oh. the sound of me skipping to the toilet with little to no clothes on in the dark. Oh. <laughs> Come on, well, guys. Now I've got an image oh. in my mind. Thank you. No, it's like at the midnight. We're like, hit oh, the, it's really cold. Hit the button, Bonnie. Hit yeah. the big nuclear button. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Right, so number two uh, here in the studio. You guys at home, two for two. Oh. Two for two. It's good stuff. You guys are really skipping along here. I like it. So here we have the third secret sound. Final ever secret sound on scene ninety point seven. Are you ready? Yes. Is it actually the last one ever? What is that sound? Well, that's many sounds. So let's 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 play it again. It's it's into one. Ready? What is that sound? Hmm. Is that a new uh, methane-powered contraption designed to pop champagne corks? Wow. <laughs> Very good. You liked it. <laughs> it's not right, but you Sorry. liked it. Yeah, yeah it's good. <laughs> uh, three-year-old's drum kit. <laughs> Great. That's good. I was going to say, what's that sound when you play when it's a bad joke? It's like, wah, wah, wah. Yeah, that's, that's, You're saying that's, it's so a stinger. It's, it's kind of like that. Like a, is it a stinger, Eli? That's what Bonnie's <laughs> asking. It's not stinger? much stinger. It is technically <laughs> a stinger, Plenty so you have sting- to give it to her. <laughs> nah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll give, I'll give you oh. all correct. You were all incorrect, but because it was very good on all of all of the, you know, and you at home, you played along well there, but it was actually me pulling a downward dog at yoga. Uh. <laughs> so it's me hitting my head. The second one's me pulling a hammy. Third one, blowing a woof woof out. And then the final one is me oh, popping out my shoulder. Are you ready? Ready for this? And do it again. Hammy, <laughs> blowing my pop off valve and then oh, shoulder. Oh, there's four. I yeah, think there's three. Right. <laughs> So, yeah, that is another round of... Remind me never to go to yoga with you. (laughs) On the all-day breakfast in 90.7. 
Coming up next, we have Ellis Regina with O Bebedow O A Equilibristia. Good, yes. good Spanish. Yeah, on C90.7. We're lathering on the mosquito spray with the all day breakfast barbecue on C90.7. Being whisked away by Ellis Regina there. It's beautiful. With a Bebedow O Equilibrista. Equilibrista. Oh, Esteca, la biblioteca. <laughs> that one. You're on C90.7. Australia's latest breakfast show, all day breakfast. Summer barbecue edition. Mm, Bonnie, Josh, Eli, and James G. Warren. Special guest for today. Thanks for sticking around, by, by the way. Mm. I mean, I know like the padlock on the door probably persuaded you one way or another, but you know, it's still we still really appreciate it that at least someone's listening to the show. Yeah, look. Happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most, en- most enthused one of our guests has ever been. So, uh, funny thing happened to me the other day. What happened? Well, first off, guys, before I tell you the story, I want you to think of the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you. Oh, mate, that's my whole life. Got plenty, yeah. And then we're going to rate them on a scale. Mm-hmm. All right, so number one, I've got awkward. Mm-hmm. Two is super orcs. Yep. <laughs> Three is mortifying. Mm-hmm. Four is excruciating. Yep. And five is... Change your name and escape the country. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I want you to, to put in context my my embarrassment and uh, make me feel either better or worse about it, depending on what you think. What happened? So as you might be aware, I have some health issues in my life. Yep. But the old liver's a bit pickled, as they say. <laughs> and, you know. Yep. And, um, <laughs> and, and because I get a bit of bile under the old skin, yeah. thanks to this liver issue, I itch like... You wouldn't believe. Mm-hmm. It just constant, horrid itching. Can we put a content warning yeah, on content this? Yeah, warning. sorry. This is a little bit like Eli's scab story. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, um, yep. Content warning for uh, you know the weak stomached out there. And you're so, itch- itching away. Yeah, itching away. And um, so I went to the specialist, my specialist, the other day to see what I could do about it. I already take various things for it. And, um, you know, it's a little disconcerting when your doctor starts Googling things while you're in the room. Uh, <laughs> but he, he did. So he starts Googling away yep. and he uh, he calls a couple of mates up and then he gets up this this medicine, um, which is actually used, it's called naltrexone, uh-huh. and its primary use is for weaning uh, opioid and alcohol addicts off their yep. substances, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, look, this actually works for what you've got. You know, it's kind of a side effect, but uh, we can't get it subsidized by the government unless, you know, we pretend that... You're coming down off something. Oh. So he calls up the government hotline and lies to the lady and tells them I'm an opioid addict. Oh. So I get the prescription right, and then I go off and have my my regular blood test. Yeah, and uh, and then I go off to the pharmacy to get the prescription mm-hmm. filled. And so I I walk into the chemist's with scabs all over my arms yep. from yep. the itching, <laughs> a little uh, little dressing over the needle <sighs> mark in the crook of my arm, yep. and oh. a prescription for naltrexone. <laughs> <laughs> Pharmacist would oh, uh, And uh, her mo- tone immediately changed from professional to motherly. Oh, really? Hey, you had a prescription. It's all right. <laughs> exactly. I, th- I think that's a four. That's yeah. definitely a four. Excruciating? Yeah, excruciating. Did that's... you have to explain, like, oh, no, no, like, the scabs, the thing, the... Oh, sorry. Yeah, I didn't even try. Okay. Didn't even try. You're just, like, just... just giving it... Just... It literally said on my prescription, <laughs> because of the governmental regulation red tape we had to get through, that I was an opioid addict. Oh. So ah. I don't think anything I could have said, like, just... would have really convinced her otherwise. No. So I just had to stand there and take it, basically. Cool. Nice. 
Okay, well, I've got an embarrassing story. What happened? For myself. So I was at work the other day and I work in an office. And my where I sit is really close to the main entrance. Mm-hmm. And so this girl comes in and she's like, oh, excuse me, excuse me. Um, is your name Bonnie? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's me. She's like, oh, so glad, so glad I found you. Um, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, oh, I just got to go to the toilet, but I'll meet you in the, in the boardroom. And I was like, oh, okay. Are we having a meeting? Like, what's going Promotion on? Promotion time. I was like, oh, hello. Or firing There was time, not that possibly. many people in the office, so I was like, oh, I'm glad I came in early today. Yeah. So then I get there and she's waiting for me and then um, she pulls out her, her pages and stuff like that and I'm like, cool, let's begin. And she's like, oh, okay, so I've had a lot of experience um, in retail, as you can see, like customer service, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, she's like, what else would you like to see? And I'm like, Sorry, is this an interview? Like, do you think I'm interviewing you? Like, she's like, yeah, you're Polly, aren't you? And I said, oh no, Bonnie. Sorry. <laughs> she was like, oh, okay. Um, well, where's Polly? Wow, that's great. That's great. That's grass. I reckon it's like a two for you, but like a four for her. I think, I think well, it's worse for her because you, you were promoted. You were actually promoted there for a minute. Well, I just was in the middle of a situation, and I was like. Okay, let's, you should have let's just go with it. Let's with the go interview. with it. Should have just continued. When I finally realised what was happening, I was like, oh, no, sorry, <laughs> wrong person. <laughs> Why can't I keep doing this? Sorry. That's the nicest embarrassing story ever. <laughs> yeah, my, my whole life is a shambles. I think we'll just leave it at that, really, to be honest. <laughs> like, I, 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 just, I just leave the door, like, leave my house, and then I'm probably bumping into things and, you know, just, I'm, I'm all sorts of awkward, so... You don't have anything you'd like to share with the group, mm, No, not really. I feel like it's it's probably better for off air, yeah. We're here for you, anyway. No, no, yeah, but, you know, probably, probably, probably <laughs> come shouldn't. Come on. <laughs> probably shouldn't, come on. Hey, we've got battles now with ice cream. Oh. On all day breakfast in 90.7. Boom, boom, Yeah, there's ice cream there, featuring Matthias Oguayo. By Battles. Sin 90.7, Australia's latest breakfast show. The very last time we're going to be on FM frequencies. What's going to be happening next? We haven't even done the all-day breakfast, all-day breakfast thing yet. We haven't even gone live to the cafe. What's going on? Yeah, what are we doing, Josh? What in the world are we doing? I think we're going to go for the John Farnham farewell tour, right? We're just going to keep... Mm. Saying that it's going to finish and then keep giving the people more. Yeah, keep giving the people what they want. Bonnie, what are we doing? Do you know what we're doing? No. No, no idea. idea. You're, aren't you going into news now? Oh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe? Okay. I'll still do the bulletin. I'll still do the bulletin. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, that's fine. All right, that's all we needed. Yeah. If we can get well, it live that's... from the Channel 7 studios, that'd be mm. great, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. James G. Warren, where can we find you, mate? Oh, just around. <laughs> I'll be in the Melbourne comedy clubs and stuff like that. He pops up in unexpected places, such as Sin Studios. <laughs> yep. Just random studio. Just fills in for anyone you damn well please, correct? Yeah, I could do that. Well, right. I do have a bit of actual potential news. Okay, is this going to happen though? Well, I think it probably will. Right, well, what will it be? I mean, we're known for empty promises here on the all-day breakfast. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. But since our last rebrand as the Summer Barbecue went so well, mm-hmm. we're just going to rebrand again. Yeah, rebrand again into what? The Midnight Snack. Midnight Snack. Ooh. Okay, what's what's that going to be about? It's a potty boy. Yes. And it's going to be a little more spicy. Oh, cool. A little, little more 80s, I believe. Yeah. A little bit more 80s, a little bit zhuzhy. Yeah, a little, mm. little zhuzhy. Sounds good. Excellent. Well, a little more risque, a little more up late material that mm. may not be suitable for the uh, mm. for the junior audience we have at well, 3 o'clock in the like afternoon. A cheeky snack before you go to bed. Yeah. That kind of thing. It might be a little... 
a little unhealthy, but a little bit of a guilty pleasure. Correct. But it's been great. If you've tuned in every week to the all-day breakfast and you're at home and you're blaring us out, out your speakers, thank you so much. Yes, thank you so much. It means a lot that you'll listen to our incoherent ramblings every if, week. If you've reheated our podcast at any point, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. There's more to come, but I feel like we're breaking up from 90.7. But, you know, we move uh-huh. on to bigger and possibly better things. Possibly. Who knows what the future holds? No promises, though. But as we always say, stay, stay true, true to yourselves. Thanks, bye, see ya. That's all for this week. Like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Bebo, and be sure to catch... Ow.